Welcome to the Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover. Please discard unnecessary fees and expenses before going through security. Check your emergency fund at the gate and securely stow your well-conceived portfolio in the overhead bin. And when we reach cruising altitude, remember, you are now free to move about retirement. Hey everybody, welcome into another edition of The Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover, financial coach at Wealth Partners Corporation, serving you here in the Kansas City area from his office in Overland Park. Make sure you find the team online at wealthpartnerskc.com. That's wealthpartnerskc.com. While you're there, give us a uh, subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Google or whatever platform of choice it is that you use. And we would be certainly happy to have you uh, join our little podcast program and tune in and you can get past episodes, future episodes, all that good stuff. Steve's been helping families in the area for more than 20 years and an awesome resource for you to tap into. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. Thanks, Mark. Very, very cool. Good to see you again. Anything happening exciting since the last time I talked to you or still just kind of getting settled in a new place? Just uh, getting settled in the new place, doing a lot of uh, uh, painting and, and they're doing some work on the house. So yeah. all in all, everything's going just great. Are you a painting kind of guy? My brother likes it, but I, I can't stand it. I hate painting. I It's not that I love it. I just don't want to pay somebody to have to do it. If I can do it, I'll, I'll go ahead and, <laughs> and power through it and yeah. do it. I just I can't do any of the other stuff. I can't do electrical, plumbing, you know, putting right, in countertops right. or anything yeah. like that. So the only thing I feel like I can do is is paint. And, and I keep telling my wife, look, I'm not a professional, so it's not going to be absolutely perfect. Right. But it will get done, and it's not going to cost us anything more than some brushes and some paint. Yeah, the cutting in is always the part I, I do a terrible job uh, at. So, yeah, that's never fun. <laughs> well, listen, let's go ahead and jump in. Always get our, it on the roof. Yeah, I always get it on the ceiling or the trim or something. Exactly. Well, let's, oh. let's get into our program this week. Let's hit our email question first to start this show, just to change it up. We got one from Alex in Kansas City. He sent an email to wealthpartnerskc.com. And Alex says, Steve, I've seen a lot of growth in my 401k recently, which has been nice but I feel I should capture some of these gains and take some risk off the table, obviously because the market has been very volatile. On the other hand, I find myself going, well, what if it happens to rebound and go up again? I don't want to miss out. That's called FOMO, fear of missing out, Alex. Yes, definitely. Well, there are two things. It depends on how old Alex is. Let's assume Alex, let's let's say one, one, one option is if Alex is under 59 and a half, probably what he ought to be looking at is doing some rebalancing of his portfolio. Um, that's really all he's able to do in that um, is look at what is done very well. There's nothing wrong with taking gains off the table. Then he needs to look at what's not done very well because whatever goes up is going to ultimately come down and whatever's down is going to probably come back up. So usually what I tell people if they're under 59 and a half um, to go ahead, take some of the gains off the table, reinvest them in the, into the area that maybe is not done as well because ultimately that's selling high and buying low. So that's really the option that you have. As long as you have a good portfolio uh, of holdings, you know, I usually say, don't worry about it because if it continues to go up, you still own those shares of the the portion that's been going up. So right, it's just right. going to keep going up. There's nothing wrong with taking some, some winnings off the table and reinvesting them into something else. If you're 59 and a half or older, you have a little bit different option. That means you can actually take the money out of your 401k in, in what's called an in-service transfer, transfer it tax-free to another IRA and put it into something that's safe. 
that you will never have to worry about it going down again. So I always recommend people do that. And they can still continue to contribute to their 401k, even if they've done this in-service transfer. All right, Alex. Well, great question. Thank you so much for submitting that to the program. Uh, Hopefully those answers help you out a little bit, give you some things to think about. Every situation is unique. So reach out to Steve, give him a call and talk about it more in-depthly and dive into that and see if you can kind of find those uh, the right answer for you for the situation. 913-685-3207. 913-685-3207. All right, let's hit our main topic this week, Steve. Um, did you ever watch Mythbusters, that TV show? I've seen it sometimes, yeah. Yeah, pretty cool show, a lot of fun. They would take like a lot of Hollywood myths or things we've all grown up hearing, you know, and, and does it actually work or not? You know, can you survive, you know, under, you know, someone shooting at you underwater? You know, all those crazy kind of things right. that you see in movies. And, uh, but it was a fun show. And so I thought we'd have a little fun and do our own myth busters, but we would do financial myths, obviously. Keep it in our wheelhouse. So we'll have a little fun with that today. I'll give you just some statements or some kinds of things that we tend to hear that might be a myth and you just kind of bust it wide open if that's the case and let us know. So here we go. Shifting from stocks to bonds will remove that volatility from your portfolio. That's a myth. All right. Um, Bonds do have volatility. Uh, If interest rates go up, the value of bonds go down. Interest rates go down, value of bonds go up. They do have volatility. So saying just because you're going from stocks to bonds, getting rid of volatility, maybe in years past it's done that, but recently we've started to see um, the opposite. Meaning in the years past, if stocks start to go down, the value of bonds tended to go up. But what we're seeing now when stocks are going down, bonds are going down as well. So I always want to make sure that that um, people don't get stuck in that myth. If You need to own stocks because it's the only way you're going to outpace inflation in taxes, zoning equities, and you're just going to have to deal with the volatility. All right. Well, there you go. That's our first one. And uh, Steve's saying that's a myth. So we're going to bust that one. How about this one, Steve? Once you've retired, life insurance is no longer necessary. Myth? Plausible? What do you think? Myth. Okay. Um, and, and I say myth because the person the, the person who survives you is going to love that life insurance money that dumps into their lap. of tax-free money. They'll love it. Now, if you can't afford it, then obviously you you may not need it. Uh, But if you can afford it, I always tell people, don't get rid of your life insurance because as soon as you become uninsurable, you'll want to buy as much as you can and you won't get it. Ain't that the truth? Well, (laughs) so let's continue on with our financial myths. Uh, You will need less income when you're retired than you needed when you were working. Big myth. Uh, I don't know who started that, but in my experience, uh, people haven't worked 30, 40 years so that they can live a lifestyle half of what they did when they were getting up every morning and going to work. People like to live the same lifestyle. And the habit of living off a certain amount of income is very difficult to break. So I always, when I I did a study on this with my clients and prospective clients that I've talked to in the past, typically they spend the exact same amount of money every year for about five to seven years of retirement. Then it tends to dip. So then then, then that doesn't become a myth. It does kind of go down. But then within a year or two, it starts to go up because of health issues. As they get older, things start breaking down more. Medicare doesn't cover everything. 
So what you see is you end up starting to see people spend as much, sometimes spend more in retirement than they did when they were working. Yeah. And uh, I would imagine that some of that kind of is, again, to your point, the the health decline. Also, just early on in retirement, sometimes you just want to get out there and spend some because you've earned it. You want to go, go. You want to do things. So uh, that could cause you to spend a little bit more too. So yeah, I think that one's a good one to look at it. And this would be a sister myth possibly um, that we hear a lot too. And that's that we'll be in a lower tax bracket once we retire. And that's another myth because here's the reality. Most people who have put their money, who have saved, who are going to live off their savings, have it in tax later accounts. Tax later accounts are IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, 457 plans, accounts they've never paid taxes on before. And that is the account they're going to live on. So in order to live the lifestyle they want, they're going to have to start drawing off of those accounts. And all the money you pull out of that account is 100% taxable. So saying you're going to be in a lower tax bracket just is a myth. You're more than likely not going to be able to. The second part of that is income taxes at some point are going to go up. Uh, They're just they are at a historical low rate. Our debt is at a historical rate. And at some point, that's really this thing's going to number four is going to be the biggest myth anybody's ever told somebody. All right. Well, let's hit our final one here on our financial MythBusters episode with Steve. Uh, financial planning, Steve, is so much easier to do today without professional help because of all the technology that's available. Plausible. <laughs> I'd, I'd say probably plausible to a, to a degree. Right. Um, it works really well if you want straight numbers and it's a logical um, equation, if you will. Right. Right. Um, but unfortunately, most of the decisions you make on finances are emotional and computers just can't take into account emotion. And so for some people, you know, maybe for some engineers, some people who are really very, you know, numbers oriented, logic, that's what we do. Uh, the vast majority of people need to ask somebody and because right now the market's been kind of volatile, but not that volatile. We haven't had a real correction in a real long time. Um, so people haven't had that big emotion of watching their account go down 15, 20%. And when it goes, that emotion really starts to, to take effect and people start making very poor decisions based on emotion. So, so now, as I said, some are very good at being able to do it when those are the ones that need to use the technology. Vast majority of people, they still want to talk to somebody. Yeah. And, you know, this is one of those things, Steve, I think when you're thinking about technology in in different kinds of careers, we're going to continue to do automation. We're going to continue to do technology. They're going to continue to make some things easier. uh, But there's a level of frustration that comes with that. I think we'll all agree. But there's just some some positions, some professions that I just feel like you, I would feel better me anyway, having someone to talk to. So like, yeah, I could get the technology to help me with some of this financial stuff. But at the end of the day, I want to know that I can call up somebody. I can call up Steve, you know, come sit down in your office and look at your face and talk to you and say, Hey, this is what's happened. My daughter's getting married unexpectedly and I need to pull money out for this wedding. And I'm not sure how we're going to do this or that. And you know, those kinds of things. Oh, I totally agree with you. I mean, it, and here's the other piece to it. Um, virtually no one has had any education on what is what. I mean, I've had people come in here and and not even know what a mutual fund is or what a bond fund is or what a bond it really is. People just haven't been educated on that. And, you know, you can read about it, but sometimes people have to be told what it is and how it works. And, um, you know, you know, Google's great. It can give you the information, but still, I think you're right. If, 
if your daughter's getting married, where do I pull this money? I don't, I don't know. What should I do? You know, sometimes a human mind has the ability to say, you know, you might want to think about this or you might want to think about that. Yeah. You know, computer's going to say, no, you take it right out of this one. Right, right. Let, let's, let's look at some ways we can do this and be as efficient as possible. Let's look at some ways we can do this and not hurt your tax outlook for future years or whatever, where I think you're right with right now with the automation, it's, well, if you take this out, here's the penalty, here's the tax. Yes or no. You know, kind of pops up and says, are you doing it or you're not doing it? <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see right. how it goes. Well, there you go, folks. So that is our conversation this week, our financial myth busting. Uh, I think basically we busted all of these. We I think we maybe get a plausible on that last one. But for the most part, we went ahead and just busted all of these. And so if you've got questions, you got some concerns, you want to find out if the, some myths that you have heard or some financial statements or things that you kind of have known uh, in your mind, if you want to see if those are accurate, give Steve a call, have a conversation, let him know you'd like to come in for a consultation and a conversation. Uh, come in and get your complimentary retirement edge process. Let them know you listen to the podcast. They'll be happy to get you set up at 913-685-3207. That's 913-685-3207. Again, Steve's got more than 20 years of experience and you can find him at Wealth Partners Corporation in Kansas City. Uh, his office is in Overland Park. And make sure you go online to wealthpartnerskc.com and subscribe to this podcast, The Retirement Pilot. That's wealthpartnerskc.com and check us out at The Retirement Pilot. Steve, my friend, thanks for your time as always. I hope to talk to you again soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Mark. We'll see you next time right here on The Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.